Hey, I'm Serena. I'm the host of the Women for Greatness podcast. This is a podcast that's been going and rolling for over a year now, and I've had the unique opportunity to dive into the minds of my creative friends. These women are talented and inspiring, and they have all these stories that we get to draw out, and it's like we're having a coffee conversation. So in this episode, it's going to be a solo round, so you're stuck with just me, and this is episode 45. So you guys, I wanted to do something very, very special for you because you've been faithful through this entire podcasting journey. I literally had no idea what I was doing when I was starting and you have been here for me week after week after week. And to show my appreciation, I want to host a giveaway. I'm beyond excited, beyond thrilled. I'm going to have different items from previous guests and I am so excited. This giveaway is going to be epic. So keep your eyes open. This is going to be a giveaway for episode 50. So only five more because we're on episode 45 and I'm just beyond thrilled. I'm so excited for the lucky girl that's going to win. It's going to be the best thing ever. It's going to be so cool. I'm just really excited to share that with you and I'm really looking forward to it. So keep your eyes open for when that comes out. Another order of business I want to talk about today is a review of the day. I don't know what took me so long to think about doing this, but I want to start shouting you out. To get a shout out on the Women for Greatness podcast, all you have to do is leave a review on iTunes. And this week, our shout out is Tiffany Jean 94 Do you guys like that? Ben just got me this fancy board and it has sound effects, so I thought I'd play with them. But our shout out is Tiffany Jean 94. Tiffany Jean 94 said, so encouraging. My sister found this podcast and told me to listen. And man, I'm blown away with all the encouragement and great tips. Everyone on the show has sounded so sweet and we're starting a small business together and I feel like the Women for Greatness podcast has really helped us focus. Thanks, Serena. I can't wait to hear more. Oh my goodness, Tiffany, you are so welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to listen. And also, girlfriend, what is this small business that you're creating? Because I would love to see what you're up to, what's going on. And I want to know that Instagram handle because you know I'm always stalking people on Instagram. I want to see some of that work that you and your sister are up to because that sounds incredible. Okay, moving forward, I have one last thing to talk about with you before we dive into the meat of this episode, and that is this amazing thing that I have been working on for literally months. I don't know if you saw on Instagram, but I just completed the first round of the confidence course. I had seven amazing, incredible, and strong women go through, and they came out of the six-week training empowered and confident and bold, and just the things that I'm hearing back from them, it's so incredible. It has been amazing. So what is the confidence course? It's a six-week online e-course, and within this e-course, there are six modules, so each week focuses on a different section. We talk about things like mindset, belief, habits, friendship, why you're here on this earth and what that means to you and everyone else. So this course has basically been my baby for the past few months. Um, It kept me up at night and it will be out into the world very, very soon. So keep your eyes and ears open if this is something that you want to get your hands on. The women that went through the course for the first time, my founding members, they were incredible and I appreciate them so much and it was just an amazing experience. So I'm just bubbling over with excitement because this is going to be releasing very, very soon. So keep your eyes 
eyes and ears open. Let's talk about what we're actually going to talk about in this episode. The past few months, I was struggling with this and I didn't know it was holding me back so much. And I want to share this with you because I don't want you to make the same mistakes that I make. And trust me, girl, I make a lot of mistakes. Honestly, I make so many mistakes. So if I can save you just from like a handful, because I've had a lot in my experience so far as being an entrepreneur or trying to figure this life stuff out or, you know, you know what it's like when you're trying to pursue your passion or that thing that you love and you're trying to translate it into your life or your career, or kind of make a fun side hustle out of it. It's not easy and I feel you. And I just want to share this little experience that I had. If it can help you in any way, then my job is done. I don't know about you you but I'm feeling 22 and just kidding okay seriously now I don't know about you but I love learning I love watching TED talks and reading books and I didn't always like going to school but I enjoyed learning things that I wanted to learn about so if you see a YouTube video and it's like 10 reasons to stop doing this or five ways to make your Instagram more pretty or whatever it is I love learning and when I hear things from like Gary Vee or Tony Robbins, it's just so interesting. But I experienced a really bad problem. I had this big thing, a big project I wanted to work on. And for some reason, like months had gone by and I hadn't really made a lot of progress on it. And I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I had a couple friends check in and be like, hey, Serena, like, are you still are you still working on that thing? Because I haven't seen it happen for you. And Ben would check in and he'd be like, hey, like, how's that going? And it it just wasn't going. And I couldn't figure out, like, what is the problem? And I think I figured out what was going on. So like I said, I love to learn. And I think what was happening was I think I was walking around my big thing. So we all have a big thing. Your big thing is the thing that is the most important thing for you to do right now. Usually it's the thing that, is going to make the most progress for you in the moment, or it's the thing that is just of the most high priority for you. So if you wanna start a photography business, the main thing would be doing photo shoots. You need to do photo shoots to get better, right? You need that experience. The main thing, if you want to be an artist, would probably be writing songs and singing music. That would be the main thing for you. So my main thing wasn't happening. And what would happen? I would wake up in the morning and I'd be like, oh, yes, a new day. And a few things could happen. So either one, I could be like, oh, I want to read this book. This is an interesting concept. And I would totally dive into this book and I'd feel good because I was learning but I wasn't really focused on what I was supposed to do. So I would spend like three hours reading a book and then I would come back to my same thing that I would, had been working on and I hadn't made any progress. So I had my main thing confused or I would wake up in the morning, be drinking my coffee, doing my thing, whatever, and I'd pop over to YouTube and I would think, you know, I just want to be really, really inspired. I just want to, I just want to listen to a Tony Robbins episode or Tony Robbins recording and just, you know, just feel really inspired for life. And so I would do that. And I'd be like, okay, yeah, I feel good. I feel good because you kind of get endorphins from learning a new concept and you just, oh, you feel good. But I wasn't making any progress. So you have to ask yourself, is what I'm doing going to lead me to where I want to go? 
And what's happening is you have these distraction bullies. And these bullies could be a variety of different things. But in my personal life and struggle, I found four different bullies coming at me and attacking me. So I want to address each one of those bullies and kind of equip you and strategize brainstorm with you how you can fight back against these distraction bullies. So the first bully is this, being overly inspired. And what it sounds like is this. So you wake up in the morning, you're ready to work, but you're not sure, you're not fully like 100% in it. So you're like, oh, maybe I need to listen to Tony Robbins. Oh, maybe I need to drink my green juice first. Oh, maybe I need to write down all of the affirmations and do all this la la foo foo stuff. You're saying you want to be inspired. And yes, inspiration is amazing. There's a beautiful time and place for inspiration. But I think what we do sometimes is we try to push so much inspiration in our throat that we never actually get to work. Have you ever done that? I know I'll be on YouTube sometimes and it's like Les Brown, morning inspiration, workout inspiration, Tony Robbins inspiration. And so I'm taking these notes and I look back on two and a half hours and I'm like, wait a minute, what did I just accomplish? And the bully of being over-inspired can almost be a lie where you're getting ready and you're about to write something and it's like, well, I'm just not feeling inspired. You know what happens when we sit down to actually do our work or do our project? Um, we have this, we create the space to be bored. And if you sit down in front of your project, even if you're not inspired at first, I promise you, give it five to 10 minutes and you'll start to get some inspiration. If you sit down and only have the option to get creative and write or brainstorm or just stare at the piece of paper, you don't have any other distractions, I promise you, you will get inspiration. There's a quote out there and I'm probably going to butcher it because I don't remember exactly who said it, but it basically said, the harder I work, the luckier I get. And I think the same concept applies to someone who's working. We often think, oh, I need inspiration. I need inspiration. But if you actually start working, the inspiration will follow. If you sit down and concentrate and focus, the inspiration will come. You just have to be there for it. If we're constantly going and trying to find the inspiration and waiting for the light bulb moment, we might not ever get anything done. If we're constantly watching those motivational videos or podcast episodes or laddy daddy, all the things. So that's the first bully that I found in myself that distracted me from really getting the work done. The second bully that pulls you away from your main thing is this lie. Well, I'm just not ready yet. When you have a project or a business or something that you're working on and it's basically done like it's done enough and you say, oh, I'm just not ready yet. I'm just not ready yet. Oh, well, maybe I could research a little bit more over here. Maybe I could do this better. I have this rough draft or outline. It's just not good enough yet. I I recorded my first YouTube video, but I'm just not ready yet. I can't publish it. Maybe I, I need to re-record or maybe I, d- I need more better lights. Or maybe you just styled your first outfit for a client and you haven't showed her yet and you're like, oh, I don't know if this is good enough. Oh, I'm just not ready yet. And maybe I should change it. Maybe I should do all of this or whatever you're doing, the lie of I'm just not ready yet or it's not good enough yet. It's a lie. You will never, ever, ever be fully 100% all hands in deck ready. And this, this is actually called ducks in a row 
syndrome. And what it means is you can't do something until you feel like you have all your ducks in a row. So maybe you don't feel good enough for that promotion at work because you haven't done everything perfectly yet. Or maybe you don't want to share that song that you wrote last week on Instagram because you feel like it could be a lot better. Or maybe you don't want to share the poem that you wrote because you know it's not the best poem ever out there. Ducks in a row syndrome. Listen, your ducks will never be in a perfect row. My ducks are not in a perfect row. I'm pretty sure they're in like a zigzag, loop-de-loo, going every which way. Your ducks will never be in a perfect row. And it's a lie if you're waiting for everything to fall into place perfectly. And it's a lie if you think, oh, I'm just not fully ready yet. This is a distractifying bully. The lie of I'm just not ready yet. You're as ready as you're going to be and done is better than perfect. We just need to power through and go even if we don't feel fully ready. We move forward and as we go, we learn. So as you're moving forward, you start learning and then maybe you make a mistake and you go, oh, let me fix that. Oh, let me change that. Let me modify that because we learn more in the course of action than we ever could just sitting wondering what could go wrong, what would happen, what might happen, what what would someone think of us? We learn more in action. So pursue action. Don't wait till all your ducks are in a row. Let's move forward. Number three, distraction bully that keeps you from your dreams and main thing. Um, Doubt. This one is ugly and we all feel it and I hate it. So doubt sounds like this. Can you really do that? Are you even qualified for a position like that? What if they find out that you're not that smart? What if they realize that you don't have it all together? What if they find out that your marriage isn't going so well? What if they find out that you are not who you say you are? What if they find out that you're not good enough? Doubt is mean. Doubt is so mean. And usually our doubt is coming from our own head and our doubt knows the deepest insecurities that we have and speaks on them. Oh, you can't be with a guy like him. He's too cute for you. You're not pretty enough. You're not strong enough. You don't make enough money. You're not talented enough. Our doubts are so, so mean. But this is another distraction bully. We can sit in these pity, sad, boo-hoo moments, but our dreams aren't going to move forward. We know, I understand that there is stuff messed up with me and I'm working on it and I'm growing as a human being every single day. And my friend, you can too. You do not have to be chained down and pinned down by your doubt. You can grow despite of it. You can become more with your life even though it's still there. We're all, we're all work in progresses and we're all moving forward, acknowledging that, hey, maybe we have issues, but we're working on them and it's not going to stop us from reaching that thing that we want to do. Les Brown, he's one of my favorite motivational speakers and he talks about his inner doubt coming into his mind and it's like, you can't do that. You can't do that. And Les Brown says, shut up. You know, you kind of have to tell your inner doubt, just shut up a minute. I have to do this. I have to get this done. So that's number three. That's the mean distraction bully that keeps you from your main thing or your big thing. And number four, I'm sure you've recognized this little guy before. The bully number four is comparison. And a lot of people highlight social media as a reason for our heightened comparison in 2019. 
But honestly, we've always compared. That's where the phrase keeping up with the Joneses happened. That's why that's where it even started. Even in grade school, we were looking around saying, oh, does she have a better Barbie than me? Oh, she has a Bratz doll. That must mean something else. That must mean she's sassy or something. We have always been looking around and comparing ourselves to other people to gauge where we fall in comparison. So if your neighbor doesn't have very much money and they don't have a very nice car and they don't wear very nice clothes. If your neighbor has all those and you have a newer model car, plenty of food, a nice pretty trim house, you might feel good about where you're at. But instead, if your neighbor was straight out of Seven Oaks and they had a brand new 2019 Range Rover and they wore the bling blingiest outfit and the most bling bling earrings ever and you were still in the same position from the other example, well, you might not feel like you're on top of the world. We're constantly gauging where other people are and seeing if we measure up to their standard or where they're at. And that's where comparison is, but comparison is evil. If we have a plan or a dream and we're trying to execute on it because it stalls us, it stops us, and it literally like freezes us in place. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and you would play freeze tag? That is what it's like when you're pursuing your dream and comparison sets in. You're running, you're running, you're running, you're running, and all of a sudden, this hand reaches over and touches your shoulder. Comparison. It touches you and suddenly, freeze! You're like a little kid frozen playing freeze tag, and that's what happens. You're trying to chase your dream, but you're stuck, and you're frozen, and you're looking around like, oh my gosh, who am I kidding? What am I doing? I'm not like so-and-so. I'm not like Susie, or I'm not like them, but comparison will never get you where you want to go. It's not efficient. It's not effective. If you have a dream, and if you have a goal and there's somewhere you want to go in your life, you need to shake off comparison and you need to understand that it's just a bully. It's just a bully and it's just trying to hold you back from where you want to go. So I'm tapping you in, girl. Unfreeze, unfreeze. Time to chase after your dreams. Time to go because you have work to do. Get rid of that bully. So the first time I heard about this concept, it was from Tim Ferriss and his podcast. And Tim Ferriss wrote a book called The 4-Hour Workweek. And in this book, he talks about the 80-20 rule. And what what the 80-20 rule is, is basically the concept that 20% of the tasks or things that you could do bring you 80% of the results. So 20% of the things that you could be doing bring you 80% of the result. So this idea wasn't Tim Ferriss's first. So this is actually called Pareto's Principle, but it also goes by the 80-20 rule. And what happened was, in 1906, Wilfred Pareto noticed that 80% of the peas in his garden came from 20% of the pea plants in his garden. So that's where this whole idea came from. And after the gardening moment, he looked around to the country that he lived in, happened to be Italy at the time, and he noticed that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the population, so the really wealthy. And he basically thought, if this principle applies to my garden and to the land in Italy, What else could the 80-20 rule apply to? It actually applies to your life right now, girl, and let me tell you how. So whatever work you're doing, 20% of the things that you do 
bring you 80% of the things that you want. And this isn't to say specifically 80%, 20%, whatever. It's basically saying there are things that you do that bring you the most results. So you should maximize those things. And I just want to throw out some examples for you just to get really specific and clear on this concept. So example number one. 80% of the wealth in this world is owned by 20% of the people that are in this world. Crazy. Example two, 80% of the complaints in a store come from 20% of the customers. Those who work in retail, you know that this is true. And the third example, 20% of your family or 20% of your friends create 80% of the drama. Hmm, interesting. Have you noticed that there's a small number that always seem to stir up that drama or gossip in your family or friend group? Yeah, that's Pareto's principle. So what I want to tell you about this principle is so there are things that you do in your life, in your daily grind that bring you the most results. And I want you to really focus in on those things. Get laser focused on what's actually moving the needle forward. Do not spend all of your time trying to chase this idea and that idea and this idea. You need to get laser focused on what actually matters and where you're actually going. Spend 80% of your time doing the 20% of things that matter. So there's a lot that you could do in one day. There's a lot of things that are good, like quote good, that you could do for yourself, for the world. You could do a lot of good things, but are you really working on the things that matter? You can make a to-do list and have a whole bunch of different things like get ready, work out, eat fresh juice, eat a vegan diet, meet with a million people for coffee, do a million things for other people. And then when you get to the end of your day, you go, what did I do today? Am I making real progress? I think one of the things that happens is we make our to-do list for each day, but we never ask, uh, where am I going We have, okay, I'm going to do, 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 do this, do that, run to to Starbucks, meet with this person, run over here, pick this up, do this. But we never stop and go, okay, where am I going in my life? Where is my vision? Where am I actively trying to grow and learn? My big, big mistake is instead of really focusing in and spending 80% of my time doing the 20% that matters... I was getting distracted by learning. I would be like, oh, you know what? This over here would be really fun to do or this over here would be really fun to do. Maybe I should start making YouTube videos. Maybe I should read a bunch more books. Maybe I should redesign my entire living room. Whatever it was, I was very consumed in starting new things or starting new projects and I wasn't following through on anything. And I don't know if this is just me, I don't know if anyone else has had this problem. Chances are maybe you have, but this is kind of a moment and an opportunity to reflect. Are you spending your time well? Are you spending 80% of your time doing the 20% of things that matter? Our time is really valuable. I heard a quote recently and it stuck out to me. It said, the days are long, but the years are short. And what that means to me is, When you're living your day, it kind of feels like, oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if I spend an hour watching Netflix. It doesn't matter if I spend 30 minutes on my phone. It doesn't matter. The days are long. It doesn't matter. But suddenly we look up and we go, oh my gosh, it's already summer. Oh my gosh, it's already 2019. Oh my gosh, I'm already 23, 24, 25, 26, whatever. 
So the days feel long, but the years feel short. And what you should take from that is your time is very valuable. And the small things that you're doing, if you're reading a book, okay, you can read a book. That's okay. You can consume content. You can watch Netflix. You can do that. But just be very serious and understand what you're doing with your time. Be intentional. I think what happens a lot is we unintentionally just kind of cruise by. We never ask where we're going. We never ask what we're doing with with our time. And we never actively decide, okay, I want to do this with my life. I want to do that. And I was making the mistake of overlearning and trying to learn all of these different concepts, but I wasn't creating myself. And I believe that every single person in the world is a creator, whether they realize that or not, and whatever that looks like for them. So every single person on the earth is a creator. And what it means to be a creator is you are basically almost working together with God to make something to bring into the world. So This right now, this is a creation. This is a podcast episode and it's going out into the world for someone's ears to hear and hopefully to brighten their day. What could that be for you? I know I bring up photographer a lot just because it's very easy, but you could be a photographer and you could create a beautiful photo to share with the world or an inspired photo shoot that's compelling and make someone feel a certain way. Or you could be a boutique owner and you could create an atmosphere, an environment, like a shopping environment for your clients and you could just make them feel beautiful. Or you could be a website designer and you create a beautiful website or you're a graphic designer and you make these beautiful graphics. Every single person in this earth is a creator. And if you're not spending your time being creative and practicing, being creative because you definitely have to practice it just doesn't it doesn't come naturally maybe to some they're like oh idea like spark but for most of us we have to intentionally be creative we have to intentionally spend time that's quiet have you ever spent an afternoon that's quiet have you ever intentionally gone out and said okay i just want to be creative i just want to try i just want to see what i can do because in order to develop as a human you really need to give yourself the time to be creative. So you're asking yourself, are you doing the things that matter? Now, I really quickly want to mention a tool that I love so much, and it's called Flora, and it's an app on your iPhone. So what happens when I start to work sometimes? I'll be working, and I'll pick up my phone randomly out of nowhere, and it takes me out of focus. So I use my app Flora for this purpose. So what it is, it's an app, and it basically doesn't allow you to use your phone for a specific amount of time. I have it going, the time are going right now and what it does it like plants a virtual tree while the timer's going and that's all fun that's very fun but there are some stakes to it so you can actually assign an amount a dollar amount to your timer on your phone so if I set a timer for 10 minutes and maybe I set a dollar amount for $20 so I cannot go on my phone for 10 minutes and if I do then I get charged $20 from my phone. That's interesting, right? So my timer right now, it's kind of terrifying if I accidentally messed it up, but right now I did an hour solid and the amount that I would have to pay if I broke that right now would be $100. And oh my gosh, it's kind of terrifying. I'm like, what if I accidentally click it? But it gives me motivation and incentive to sit and get my work done 
that I need to get done. So if you find yourself like checking your phone all of the time randomly, I really encourage you to try out Flora. I've really liked it so far. I've been using it for a couple weeks and it really helps me put down my phone and focus. So you can set any amount of timer. You can put any amount of money to your time. And if you go on your phone during that time, sorry, sister, you lost your money. So (laughs) it's a good idea to raise the stakes and to get really crystal clear and focused on what you're doing. Now, in closing, I just want to remind you and encourage you of the 80-20 rule. Spend 80% of your time doing the 20% of things that matters. Make a list. What are the things that are actually bringing you results? What are the things that are actually making you feel the best out of your life? What are the things that are actually making you happier, healthier, stronger? And how could you do that in your life? The 20% of things that bring the 80% of results. What is that for you? So this is a great moment to ask yourself, Am I spending my time well? The days are long, but the years are short. So we have these days and you have the ability to create and explore and do different things. It's up to you whether you want to make that happen or not. You are the captain of your fate and the master of your destiny. That's an old one, but it's really true. You're in control of your life. You're in control of where you're going and the attitude that you're going into it. And it's up to you. Are you doing the things that matter? Are you making progress where it counts? Because it's easier to avoid avoid the harder stuff. It's easier to choose, no, I'm going to go over here and do this just because I like it more or it's more fun. Sometimes in order to get your work done, you have to be laser focused and you have to ask what is the number one priority that needs to get done today? And that's what I'm asking you today. What is the number one priority from your side hustle, from your job, from your dreams that needs to get done today and go and do it. I hope this little episode has been just like a little kick in the pants to get things done. I spent so much time walking around the problem and never acknowledging what I needed to do because it's very fun to overlearn, to overlearn and never have the action to do. So have that action, sister. Be someone who talks the talk, but also walks the walk. That is so important. Don't just be a sayer, but be a doer. So get out there. Do that thing you're supposed to do. As a side note, as we're wrapping this up, if you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot, post it up on your Insta story. I want to see what's going on, who's listening, where you're at. And another thing you could do is leave a review on iTunes. Those mean the world to me. I read every single one and I appreciate all my reviews so, so, so much. So leave a review if you have just a second because it only takes a second. Okay. Keep on pursuing your greatness, stay in your lane, keep your head down, and just focus on the number one thing that you need to work on today. Okay, talk soon. Bye.